0: Welcome to Bad Movie Brunch. I'm Luke.
1: I'm Katie.
0: Katie, are we ever gonna be better than this?
1: Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man,
1: um, we're just getting right into it this week, I guess.
0: I've had that in my head for like 36 hours.
1: Really? Okay, I gotta. I just ask- want to be like. Okay, oh, so l- let's just, let's just tell everyone right at the top, the movie that we're reviewing this week is, uh, We Are Your Friends, a 2015 film that stars Zac Efron about the EDM music Are we music ever going to be better
0: than this? All right, and
1: Luke, I have to ask, one, are you a fan of EDM music? And two, are you a fan of this movie? Uh,
0: one by one. One, no. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much in no way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um like I, I it just never has stuck out to me but i have mad respect for it um i've so i haven't i have enough respect for it to to know that this movie felt like a very surface level half-hearted like um sort of like felt like i wanted to cash in on how popular edm got mm-hmm. but was like a it was like kind of late and also it felt like Sort of like an, a not, I don't know, either the people didn't know what they were talking about or, I, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like it didn't feel very sincere. And if I were part of that scene, I probably wouldn't have responded or warmed up to this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, if I liked it, you know, I did enjoy the movie. Um, but for a very specific reason, and this is one of those things where you need, I needed to be in the exact perfect setting under the exact perfect conditions. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that happened to be Friday night after a very long week Mm -hmm. and I'm here all alone still. Um, I decided that I would, I would watch it and I kind of just got like drunk by myself and then I was (laughs) like, Oh yeah, I'm going to watch. We are your friends. I was like, Oh my God, it's only an hour and a half long. This is going to be awesome. Um, so I, I was like kind of buzzed and, you know, alone and in the headspace to be like, Oh, this reminds me of like if i saw this when i was like 20 i'd probably really be like oh this feels like a fun movie but um that being said speaking on it critically i got a lot of i got a lot of things i would maybe tweak Mm -hmm. (laughs) um just to be honest um you know the reason i chose it is because my sister really loves this movie oh really um it's, it's the same reason I picked Daredevil, and I don't even think I mentioned that on the episode. Like, my sister loved Daredevil <clears throat> with Affleck so much that she was, like, offended when the Charlie Cox Daredevil was announced. She was like, what the fuck? And so, like, when I was, like, all obsessed with it the first time, she would, like, send me photos of Affleck and being, like, the real Daredevil <laughs> and, like, stuff like that. Um, wow, you're too so, peas like, in a pod. I know. <laughs> I know and so this one she's like i think you're gonna fuck with this movie and i'm like why she's like just put yourself in the mindset of like when you were like in college and and walking the wall at family video and picture this as just being a movie that you just snatched and go that way and i'm like okay yeah you're right i see that because it's a lot more dude bro-y than i definitely am or have been in many years Mm -hmm. uh and all that shit but that's how i decided to choose it and then, um, probably the reason I even dug it in any sense is just because I have a lot of respect for Allie, my sister's taste in film. So, um, I really wanted to like it. What about you? Have you, ha- do you like EDM and have you seen this flick sla- wait, wait, your questions were, did you, do you enjoy EDM B what was the second one i I honestly can't remember are you a fan of this film all right katie do you like edm b Mm -hmm. are you a fan of this movie
1: uh i am not a fan of edm uh i am aware of edm but i wouldn't say that i'm actively interested in it uh which is one of the reasons why i was wondering while watching this movie like would i enjoy this more If I were a fan of EDM and to hear your response that probably not, it would probably feel more surface level if we were fans is an interesting take. Um, Because there there is there is an amount of uh, care given to explaining DJing done by Mr. Zac Efron at some point. His character Cole Carter breaks down how to control an audience almost zombie like with beats per minute in a song (laughs) And I found that very entertaining and kind of informed. Like I do think that there was some research that went into this, but um, yeah, it's it, EDM's never been in my bag, and uh, I did not care for this film. I saw it dead sober, first thing in the morning, uh, yesterday. Oh, that's
0: the worst time ever. No, you gotta watch it <laughs> at midnight on Friday after yeah. drinking five beers and shit. <laughs> so and
1: then I, you're gonna
0: be like yelling, "Are we ever gonna be better than this?"
1: I had a wildly different experience watching this film. Number one, um, I do- if I understand correctly, this movie is named after an existing EDM song called We Are Your Friends. However, I found the title, to begin with without even interacting with this film, to be kind of clunky and awkward. And then upon watching the film, I found that the title was almost inappropriate, because I do feel like the weakest part of this film are the friends. Like, I don't think that well, this they- movie really wanted to be about the friends. I think it wanted more than anything to be a love triangle, like, guy tries to get into the business and loses a bit of his soul along the way, kind of movie.
0: Oh, it's a oh, it's a thin, thin story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The I will say that's like the thing that threw me is like I I enjoy Efron, so I'll watch him anything and it's 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 gonna have to be unwatchable for me to not enjoy it because i think he's charming as hell i think he's i do great. too
1: i really um, like zach efron
0: like that's why like i could i could probably watch this movie again no problem just because i like that dude he's mm-hmm. a fucking dope actor and he's like this is 2015 and he's more relevant than ever five years later how does that dude keep getting more famous mm-hmm. um must be a great guy yeah um the thing i didn't i didn't like was like the sort of I didn't like the explanation shit of like different things. Like, it's like, oh, what? What is? Was this tobacco? And he's like, oh, it's a spliff. And it's like, I don't need you to don't douche splain me how to like smoke a joint or like a spliff. It's like it's not about saving weed. It's about enjoying the high. I'm like, all mm. right, this guy sucks. Like, I hate this guy. Do we have to deal with him a lot? And then we do. We have to deal with him a lot in the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, like I so didn't it's even like,
1: think about that.
0: I was like, oh, cool. And why don't you tell me about how? How I'm making music works. I can't wait because, mm-hmm. like, you you're a person I respect. I don't know. Yeah. I hate that fucker. Uh, I don't know the actor, so obviously that guy's doing his job because mm-hmm. the the character is supposed to be a shithead. But mm-hmm. yeah, the character is a shithead.
1: In all the reviews, like the one thing that people, even people who don't necessarily have reviewed this favorably, they do like Wes B- West Bentley, who does who does play this character uh, James, the mentor. DJ to Zach Efron's novice DJ
0: yeah yeah I mean he de- he definitely uh, crushed it performance wise but this is' a, I think you're like you're right this is a movie that wanted to be a lot of things and 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 thought it could be and I'm like you're not fooling me
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, like because you're right there's the love triangle angle there's the group of pals angle we all want to make it um, there's, there's the, the real the estate
1: tr- angle which is very odd
0: oh yeah where he's he works for the punisher mm-hmm. um yeah. uh, he works for the fucking oh shit now i can't think of the actor's name uh barenthal john barenthal yeah yeah um, he, he was also this works kind for of the character in
1: wolf of wall street
0: you're right it is similar to that um he he rocks in this movie too uh that all that whole section is interesting too i like i i'll give you one thing this sitting as it is and being kind of like a portrait of life flick is cool. I just don't know like they're all like, oh fuck yeah, the valley, the valley and I'm like, I don't know enough to know if like valley people are that hardcore compared to like LA. Uh, so I, if that's a thing I is I lived that true? in the
1: valley for a couple of years and I'm getting a lot of say, fights. No. Um, at least that wasn't my personal experience, but I didn't grow up in the valley. So I imagine that colors things a completely different way. Uh, but yeah, and that was another thing that I thought was interesting. Like, like, they wanted to paint the valley as such a hard place, but they don't really do enough to really give you a sense of what it is. There is kind of this class conflict Well, Katie, party. They, they do
0: roofing there, you know? Yeah,
1: they do a lot of <laughs> roofing. But but I feel like if you're going to be... It, like, a, this movie is called We Are Your Friends, and it opens with what I would assume was going to be a love letter to the valley. And I was like, all right, let's go. But then they didn't really go into detail aside from fighting and roofing and generally that it looked like a not very good place to be. And again, at that party, there was this class conflict. Like people from who live in literal glass houses look down on the valley and say things like, do you think this girl like has ever been to the valley before? Which I think is ridiculous. Like, I do think that there are spots in the valley that even, like, the hoity-toity people go to. But, um, yeah, I wanted more, uh, a sense of place. I, it, there were times that I feel like we were supposed to be having a great time with these characters. And it just fell flat for me. Like, it didn't feel, like, fun at all. It felt, like, kind of miserable. Like, all these parties where you're supposed to be working and... People just kind of blow you off and it's like maybe it's supposed to be like oh this kind of thing is difficult but it's fun but i never really got a sense of that i never felt true joy the way i think i was supposed to while watching this film
0: well you gotta you gotta not watch it at fucking 9 a.m sober (laughs) as a bird dude because i i I did experience i did experience joy at times in the style so Mm. like substance wise like you know we could go on for days it's like just because you say we're from the valley and just because you paint a few character traits here and there and just because um you're like oh this is how music works and all that stuff you know what i mean it doesn't and like just because you tell me hey these guys are friends we're all friends right man i love being friends guys Mm -hmm. so it's like that doesn't tell me that like you're saying yeah like they're friends but you're saying we are your friends but like there wasn't enough there to make all that stuff happen. I feel like they wanted all those things to just be established without doing the, the legwork. Yeah. Um, and that happens in the music angle, the love angle, uh, all of it. It's all kind of just, a uh, easy and the lack of conflict. Um, uh, throughout doesn't really help there because like just because you have some crazy shit happen with no build-up or understanding or heart for who these like characters are together as a unit individually mm-hmm. um a lot of it falls flat i mean there's some fucking atom bombs in this movie mm. um so like, like there's a death in this flick spoiler yeah. alert i was and, very surprised you know like uh, uh you were mm-hmm. and i uh, on the other hand googled this flick and one of the google questions was who dies and We Are Your Friends? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. So I was like, so I'm sitting there watching. It's like, it reminded me of like Hot Tub Time Machine where they're just waiting for that dude to lose his arm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm watching <laughs> this movie, like a snuff film, just waiting to see who they kill off. Yeah. Um, uh, it ended up being Squirrel, which yeah. bums me out because that's a nickname I call Taylor. Really? Um, yeah, girl, Squirrel rhymes with girl. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. That's cute. Um,
1: squirrel is definitely <laughs> the... Uh, better of the three friends I feel like they gave him more stuff to chew on he knows who the founder of Instagram is for instance and he has ambition outside of things and he's the one that has the the phrase of the movie are we ever going to be better than this and he's kind of what propels Zac Efron to be better and finally make his song which kind of sucks that it had to be a death but like all right and so it doesn't land for me what's i wanted to feel something about squirrel's death and i think that they put in a little bit to try to make you feel like ah about it but again as as you're saying i don't think that they put in enough like work like i think that they we should have had more bonding scenes with all of them where you feel like more affection and get to know the characters yeah. a little bit more because that that felt kind of like um at the last minute like right before he died
0: and mm-hmm. it would
1: have been nicer if it was a little bit more spread out and then you have the other friend, Ollie, who is the um, wannabe actor, and I got nothing from him aside from the fact that he's good looking and wants to be an actor. That was yeah, I don't and even a drug recall dealer.
0: him. I can't even picture him. Yeah. I can only picture the the like the skin headed looking one, and I can picture Mason. Squirrel, and mm-hmm. then I can picture Efron.
1: So Mason also was interesting because I thought at some point for sure I was kind of waiting for Mason to come out as gay because I feel like throughout the entire movie he's making all these homoerotic remarks and i guess he's kind that's of a just, banky edwards yeah he's a little bit of a banky edwards and i was kind of waiting for like that and i was like oh okay that's an interesting thing to put into a mix of like these bros but that never landed he never like had a finishing thing um
0: i think and- that's just in the fabric of the movie and whoever made it like the writers and stuff too mm-hmm. uh it's a dude bro culture kind of movie for sure um, and it, the it kind of reminds me of like it kind of reminds me of like a sister movie to Project X in a lot of ways, but oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think it had a lot more story uh, going for it, mm-hmm. um, uh, unbelievably. Um, but what I will say is where I was feeling shit is in the style. And you know, y- wh- if it's one thing to be like, yeah, movies all style. I think there's some good stuff happening in the story. Don't get me wrong, but the style I think is pretty impeccable. I love the way this movie looks throughout. Mm-hmm. I love handheld shit so much. Um, and I, I liked, love, uh, oh, sorry. yeah, go ahead. No, um, go ahead.
1: I liked the, which is, this is an odd sentence for me to say. I've never said a sentence like this before in my life. I really enjoyed the PCP sequence. Uh, I yeah, thought the, it was the,
0: awesome. The, the it was fantastic. was really
1: great. I thought that was
0: Little fun. Little animation Again, in there.
1: I liked the Zach Efron, the Zach's splaining of DJing. I thought that was informative and kind of cool. Like those moments were... It's like uh, they kind of take a chance. I think were the most mm-hmm. enjoyable parts of the film.
0: You know, and it's easy for me to sit on on a, on a high horse and, and knock that five years after the fact too. But you know, mm-hmm. I guess in some in some respect, uh, I think it's Warner Brothers that made that, that helped put out this flick. It's mm-hmm. like they're probably being like the general audience that you want to see this movie. Like we're gonna get them in there with Efron, which it did make some money versus small smallish budget. Mm-hmm. But it's like. They don't know how this shit works, so you do have to explain it a little. We need to introduce this to the mainstream. So, like it being kind of the first thing of its kind, kind of, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, It was trailblazing, and um, I I can't shit on that completely. You know, it's it's one you know you do got to spoon feed this to to the people that may not know who are just going into the movie because they like Efron, Mm -hmm. which I think is a is a is a great draw. Um, but I liked that I liked them I liked all the the music montages a lot. I liked like you're talking about the rotoscoping a lot. I thought mm-hmm. they took a lot of cool chances. Anytime this this movie's being like a music video, it really rocks. Mm. Um and I think the soundtrack is memorable. I I did dig it and I'm I don't know jack dick about EDM or this whole scene or like I don't even know. I don't have the capacity to even speak on these things, but yeah, I, I I thought it was alright. I enjoyed it.
1: What did you think of the love story?
0: Uh, yeah, not too much. Um, mm-hmm. not too much. I I thought. I mean, I got it. I mm-hmm. got it. And like, I think. I I liked. I liked. You know, I liked that they stuck two very attractive people together and said, "Hey, like, love story." i'm yep. like fuck yeah movies are cool you know mm-hmm. but other than that i don't know i it didn't there wasn't enough there for me because it just felt like we'd seen that story and there wasn't anything to differentiate it from like a billion other like movies that have done the same exact storyline um and i believe was it was emily rad Radzikowski. Rad- I, believe I know so. she's mm-hmm. like she's a model I know mm-hmm. and I know she's an actress and I think she definitely held her own in a scene with uh in a you know a scene with a lot of uh other big name peeps especially Efron and stuff I thought she was uh, doing fine the 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 problem in this movie to me is never on the performers mm-hmm. it's always the only resounding issue I have is in the script like in the story like the like the fact I, I'm so happy you you vocalized it at the beginning like mentioning that you're like there's too many stories going on. And like, holy shit, you're right. If you latch on to any one, you have a lot of room and uh, to do it, but you keep this movie very mercifully compact, a 90 minute, you know, hour 32 uh, movie is, is really easy to swallow, but it's hard to juggle like three different stories and flesh out any of them. And unfortunately mm-hmm. the result is, is the style over the substance. One thing is still awesome, but you know, me and you as a couple of, you know, self-proclaimed well you know what not even self-proclaimed depaul proclaimed screenwriters you
1: made a movie
0: oh that's true yeah um, at that point i think you're yeah. just a
1: screenwriter and director uh, us as a couple of thing
0: katie filmmaker katie groatsinger and her friend luke as as <laughs> as us um you know we have to we have to dig into it a little if there's mm-hmm. nothing if there's nothing to dig into then we don't have a show mm-hmm. so and there is a lot to that dig being into said, in this one Yeah, yeah, and it's like, but, you know, that being said, like, I would, I would recommend this to somebody in the right (laughs) headspace. I would watch it again, because it is, you know, it's not like it's two hours. It's not like it's a bad watch, but, you -hmm. know, it's, it's more of like, uh, it's maybe just listen to the soundtrack instead. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Or like go to YouTube and just like there's got to be a supercut of just the like montage all the all the music montages together in one supercut. Mm-hmm. Then this movie probably super fucking rocks. But I know I sound like a prick too. Like everybody like fuck you, dude. Like like we worked really hard on this, so that's always my struggle too. Like you know I I I don't want people. You know that's so hard. I always feel that's like the never ending revolving door of this podcast. Is mm-hmm. like. I want to like actually express my opinion, but at the same time, I'm like, Whew, "Movies are hard." A lot of hard. people worked on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I always want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but you know, I think I think I gave this a lot more a lot more than the critics online gave it. So oh, for sure, go go, go bad movie brunch.
1: Hmm. I I do want to touch on something about the love story that did stand out to me, which is um the the love interest. Uh, she is a Stanford dropout. And when asked why she didn't return to Stanford, and again, the the movie is trying really hard to set up a class conflict, but it never quite gets there. It gets close, but it doesn't quite get there. So they go to a Stanford party, and all the guys are, like, making fun of her because she dropped out, and either, like, everybody... I think the actual phrase that they use is, everyone's seen her boobs? Which, that just sounds like her account got hacked, or, like, that, that should be the thing. Um, so I don't, I, I didn't understand if she got laughed out of Stanford, or she mentioned at some point that she couldn't afford it anymore. Which is less believable for me, to me, because she's wearing, like, the most expensive outfits throughout the entire film. And... When Zach Efron is like, there's other colleges, she kind of blows them off. And I got terribly peeved at that because I feel like it, it was, that also made her seem to me a little bit less sympathetic. Like, if she's not going to Stanford, she's not going to college at all. And at the end of the film, yeah. you see her in what appears to be a community college class. So that's how they resolved that. But that that also was another piece of like her character and the story that I feel like was kind of an afterthought.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's like well maybe the about everybody seeing her boobs, I thought what they were trying to say was like maybe she was like kind of a party girl mm. and like maybe she like party too much and like people saw her tits at parties and like that's how she failed at. i don't know I, it was it, it's like anything it's like anything they just want to throw out a line and like they don't give you the explanation it's like it's like oh my god this guy drinks a lot of alcohol you can tell because he fell asleep with alcohol in his hand mm. it's like stuff <laughs> like that i'm like oh fuck he does drink a lot of alcohol this is crazy mm. um I have to say though i understand i understand where she's coming from in as much as not the whole stanford thing because what do i give a shit about stanford mm-hmm. um fuck the stanford card i'm just kidding <laughs> um but if, if if like that dude's given out macbook pros like candy in this movie i'd hang mm-hmm. around you know mm-hmm. if like if that guy's gonna like fun fund my life and if i've grown if i've grown accustomed to a certain a certain <laughs> uh what is it style of living or something like that um, I see where it's come from, but like, yeah, it's the whole thing. It's like, I'm not super sympathetic of that. Like, cause you know, me and you as, as sitting here as podcaster, I don't, I know I couldn't afford going to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I couldn't afford to date Zach Efron. <laughs> um, Few believe PM. me. I, yeah. I checked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's like it's like any of them. If you if you if you pull too hard on any of these strings, it's it's gonna come unravelled pretty quick.
1: Mm-hmm. And I do think there was um quite a bit of ambition in this project going into it, which I think 22. is why there are so many stories and why there is such. I I do think that like they wanted it so badly to be so cool, and that's why it's so stylistically appealing, and right but I just think that they bit off just a little bit more than they could chew.
0: Yeah. And I think you're probably right. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Cause it's like, it is cool. Like to mm-hmm. an extent it is a cool movie and there are cool things happening. Um, and like, I do love the style. I love the fact that this is like only a $2 million, like a $2 million, a two, isn't it like a $2 million flick? Like, I love that that went to theater. And I, and, mm-hmm. I, and I and I like the fact of the matter is for what this movie actually is, it doesn't have to be the most riveting story in the world It barely has to be any of that because it's just supposed to be like this flashy fucking fun kind of like Mm -hmm. sort of it's it's not quite a musical but it's also like it's very much like you know it's a i don't know how i don't mean this to sound rude either like i'm not trying to call it a music video movie but it it does strike me that way of like that is the important part it doesn't fucking necessarily matter if 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 every part of the the story is firing off on all cylinders as long as we have enough of those beats to connect because that wasn't the goal Mm. now if that goal um whether or not that goal like was mission accomplished maybe i mean it made back maybe some of its money didn't make like five million or something i don't know it's not a huge win Mm -hmm. but the critics that are probably shitting on it are, are the people that are, are looking for maybe something in the, the plot that isn't meant to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. I do think it's I'm interesting trying to, I'm trying to, to be an
0: apologist.
1: It's it's totally cool. This is why I like uh, talking with you because we, we always come from different points. And um, again, we're, we're kind of good cop, bad cop here on Bad Movie Brunch. And <laughs> I do think it's interesting to look at the filmmakers um, of this film. Max Joseph... Uh, is most known for being a co-host and cameraman on the Catfish TV show on MTV. And interesting. he has done a number of mini documentaries in the past. and uh, but when one of the reviews that I saw that mentioned him said that he was more of a commercial director. So I thought that was interesting. And uh, that he also co-wrote this with Megan Oppenheimer. Who just created a series called Queen America on Facebook, which is about oh, cool. a yeah I know good for her. It's um it has uh Catherine Zeta Jones in the lead role as a as a ruthless like beauty pageant uh trainer who is trying okay. to train this um unskilled but beautiful would be contestant and that's what the whole season is yeah it, it looks wow. like a lot of fun and it's wildly and different was... than this.
0: Right And this was Dude's Debut feature Has mm-hmm. he done any others?
1: Uh Features together?
0: Or uh, Either of them Have like Have either of them done any more features since this? Or is it just like She's doing the Facebook watch And then has he done anything?
1: I think I think this is her only feature And as for him Uh do 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 Yeah This is his Where's only p- feature too so
0: it's our first feature. I, I, you know, it's a damn fine looking movie, um, and there's a lot that you know there's there's more I like than I dislike in it for sure. I think if you make like if you make any like subtle tweaks or like it's a few rewi- rewrites away from being really special, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe to make that movie as 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 good as possible, or like get the story as good as possible. I don't know if it if it can come from a studio. I feel like this is maybe a mission for like indie filmmakers who um, are very likely. This is probably very likely happening. Like from people that are actually living in this scene and have a lot of uh, a lot to say about it. So that, maybe that's a mission for us: is to is to maybe go on the hunt and see if there's any um, hidden gems like in the in the indie world that accomplish um a very satisfying and emotionally uh gravity filled i don't know what the fuck i'm saying oh but. there is something
1: else I, I just found out and i i kind of remember reading this in a review before uh penning this script max joseph also made a documentary about the edf scene entitled 12 years of dfa too old to be new Too new to be classic and it's narrated by Mark Merritt, which is cool.
0: Okay, so apparently he has done his research.
1: Yes, he has done his research, which I do think is why the uh, the Zach explaining happens.
0: Got it. Well, fine. Let the let the Zach explaining happen again. Mm-hmm. If it were anybody else, I'd maybe be like, "Fuck this movie." But the <laughs> fact that it's Zach. it's like i'll i'm pretty willing to fight for anything dude's done you Mm -hmm. won't i'll fight you over charlie st cloud right now
1: i've actually never seen charlie st cloud i haven't
0: i haven't either it looked too sad but i'm just saying (laughs) i bet it's good and i would Mm -hmm. fight you over it it looked too sad i remember when that came out the trailers were fucked up i just was like oof his brother dies in that movie right i think so it's like oh my little brother died and 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 now he won't come see me anymore because he's dating a woman mm-hmm. maybe that's like a that's creepy that's a weird movie you know what maybe i won't fight <laughs> fight for charlie zane <laughs> cloud that could be the that could be the blind spot
1: Mhm. but that's the I only one i yeah i'm a defender of the ted bundy movie that zach Efron was in. oh yeah i
0: never saw it i never oh, it's, saw it
1: it's not good but he's good in it I, I stand by that. Of course that. he is. Mhm. I think he's he an is. excellent Ted bundy.
0: Oh, uh, Yeah, you know, you know uh he he pretty much can slip into any role he wants in my opinion, mm-hmm. which is probably what nobody would have called back in like oh or whatever. Oh yeah, but, not at all. Yeah, this guy's a versatile, this guy's a really versatile dude. He's kind of on he's kind of like on a similar he's sort of like his own tier of Pattinson, isn't he? Mhm. I think like,
1: so. He's he's a different totally. flavor. Totally
0: totally a different flavor and obviously high school musical was massive but it wasn't quite twilight theatrical massive but still Mm -hmm. it's like they both are on that path where they're not necessarily doing what you'd expect all the time i mean pattinson's coming back and doing batman and he's staying in the in the mainstream but he's also doing the lighthouse and fucking good time and crazy shit like that same with zach like isn't he doing that uh He's doing like that Netflix series. Down there earth he's just with being a, He's just being mm-hmm. a good person, basically, mm-hmm. right? I haven't watched it.
1: <laughs> Neither have I, but I've heard good things from my roommate who doesn't have a background he's not going with anywhere. high school musical. Yeah. So he's he's not. He's not um, going um, anywhere. Mm hmm. I love that dude. Mm hmm. He's fine.
0: He's the anchor. He's the anchor of which this movie does not happen. And you know what? If Zac Efron is the reason, in my opinion, I do I know nothing, but I'm just saying, I have to think getting Zac Efron into this project is what makes this even go. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Thanks for making a movie. Make more. I'll watch him, I swear.
1: Yeah.
0: It's always nice Plus to see him. Plus it was him. readily readily available on netflix so if people want to want to form their own opinion it's up there it's a really easy watch and since we're still locked down especially in california what the fuck Mm -hmm. are you doing if you're in california just watch we are your friends there's nothing you can do (laughs) there's nothing to do if you're in california please for the love of god just Mm -hmm. stay inside and watch we are your friends Mm -hmm. (laughs) um because a lot of cases in california bro Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: yeah yeah. I don't know. I, I think as you have anything else, I think I feel like we said it all about, we are your friends. We did just dive right into it. I was eager did, to talk yeah. about this one.
1: I, yeah. Um, I did not care for it. I probably will not watch it again, but as always, <laughs> I am glad that I watched it and I did. I do feel like I learned something, which I didn't go into this film anticipating. And, um, I really enjoyed the PCP sequence. I thought that was really rad. And uh, I'm, I'm always glad to watch whatever you pick.
0: Well, uh, vice versa. And it's like we can't – we can't – I don't think we can knowledgeably – maybe never. Maybe we'll never be be knowledgeably speaking. But I think we can't, like, knowledgeably speak about, like, all this shit if we're only watching, like, top-tier fucking 100% on Rotten Tomatoes Criterion release flick, which I do Mm -hmm. love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking adore it. I'll pay $50 for a Criterion Blu-ray right now. Mm -hmm. But – it's. I think it's important for us to to keep all those other feathers in our cap too. You know, uh, we need the in in the army now feather in our cap to pull out uh, every now and then. <laughs> yeah, we that's need... true. <laughs> every now and then. So, mm. um, every you know, it, it's important for our utility belt for our arsenal mm-hmm. as podcasters. I mean, you know, we are technically film critics. Mm -hmm. you know isn't that crazy i don't actually ever think about that but we have like 50 plus episodes of film criticism
1: that's wow i had lost track of how many that we've done
0: we have so uh there's a couple that aren't necessarily up but in total i think uh at, at the time of this posting maybe like 56 because the one in the army now went up and that was 54 oh okay we're we're crushing shit katie because it's weird because even though we're not in person still like i feel way more consistent i can just feel your aura when i'm here maybe (laughs) it's because we're on california time too Mm. so it makes it more easier to link up but yeah I'm, i'm digging the consistency i hope i'm hoping to keep it up
1: yeah me too man do you have any extra credits for this week
0: Oh, I feel like I do. I feel like I, you watched Passages for, or Dispatches from Elsewhere, right?
1: I did. I watched the first three episodes. I'm so glad I finally buckled down and watched it with Erica. First three? We had a great oh, time. Holy shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. I am on like seven. I took a pause because I've just been playing uh, tons of NBA 2K and rewatching The Office for the 300th time. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just too delightful not to. I have to do it every now and then. You got to recharge those office batteries, but I'm excited mm-hmm. to finish Disp- dispatches from elsewhere is, is, is heady as fuck for me, so I can't digest it in bingeable quantities. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have to take breaks. It, it, it plays on a lot of my emotions. I think it's great. So I'm happy you checked it out.
1: Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Thanks for the rec, dude.
0: Of course. I'm trying to think of... I feel like I... Um, oh, baseball's back, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So Cubs are playing actual baseball games. Um, that's been fun. I've been watching that. Um. Comic Con at home panel has been cool. Oh, I'm so disappointed uh that they're still saying New Mutants is a theatrical release August 28th. Where the fuck are we going to be able to see that in a theater in August 28th? Like, mm-hmm. just put it on Disney Plus or don't even put it on put it on Amazon and Apple and make me pay 19.99. I will do it. Like they released the a tr- like they released like the whole first scene of the movie in another footage. I'm like or another like trailer with some footage and it's like dude i i used to work at the movie theater and we've been having these posters since like 2018 2017 like Mm -hmm. they've been promising new mutants for far too long and at this point it's like it doesn't even like matter anymore because none of that shit's canon anyway so just give it so we can enjoy it Mm -hmm. and stop fucking around like i don't understand it i'm i want to go to a movie theater i love movie theaters um but i don't love them enough to like get sick i have no sorry christopher nolan but i don't mind watching tenet like uh on my phone and and like disney give me mulan i'll watch it on my phone i'll pay 20 Mm -hmm. bucks whatever like you don't gotta we don't gotta do this game we don't gotta do this dance trust me um I, i don't know what else what else is there nothing really i'm sure there is and i'm just not thinking of it and i'm gonna be pissed
1: do you know what i watched this week I watched, no, I want to know. Yes, I watched um the Andy Samberg romantic comedy Palm Springs, oh. which came out on Hulu.
0: Yeah, the big billboard on Sunset and Vine, the big yeah. st- the tube the tube one. I've, me and Taylor have been meaning to watch it. What tell, tell me all about it?
1: I'm happy to report that it is a delightfully good time.
0: Fuck yeah. That's great. It, uh, it, 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 didn't it get bought for big money at Sundance?
1: I think so, yeah. And it's, it's, it's very charming. It, uh, it's a time loop movie. And it all centers around a wedding, which is really fun. And um, it's most time loop movies, that at least that I've seen, like Groundhog Day and uh, Happy Death Day they center around one person being in a time loop. And what I like about this one is that there's two people accidentally in a time loop now. Well, technically three, which you find out later. But um, Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to see how these characters play off each other and how they adapt to their new situation and uh, kind of fighting nihilism. That's kind of a big theme of the film, and it's it's pretty hopeful. And they also get out of it um, in, a, in a different way. I haven't seen this in a time loop movie where you try to use, like, actual quantum physics to get out of your time loop. So I thought that was a really interesting take. And all the characters were really fun. The performances were great. J.K. Simmons is in it. He's always a delight. I enjoy his face and him in general. And, yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. I think both you and Taylor would have a great time.
0: Ugh, I gotta check it out. It sounds really, really dope. I, that, you're right. What a subtle change. What a big difference. That's like that breaks that fucking idea wide open by making it a couple and make making it a romantic Groundhog's Day. That's like, mm-hmm. that's super smart. I, I wish I would have thought of it. God damn it. That's really good. Um, yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Hey, did I say this on the last episode? Did I tell you I watched Buffaloed?
1: I don't think you did. How is Buffaloed? I like Zoe. Zoe Buffaloed. Deutsch
0: oh well then watch it because she mm-hmm. fucking rocks um we can't talk about it on here because it's too good um <laughs> like we can't do an episode about buffalo and it's good shit mm-hmm. like there's they also do a thing where they're like they they do they do a thing where like this is in buffalo do you get it it's in buffalo but it still works it works for the movie and the style mm-hmm. there's a lot of good shit going on and you know what it's very similar it's oh my god it's incredibly similar to the whole like subplot that's going on with efron uh and john barenthal that's oh, really? kind of like more so the whole point of the movie hmm. is, like, she gets in working for, like, credit, like, debt, like, people, like, bad people, and then she makes her own and fucks them over, and then she's doing it, and then she gets, like... I mean, dude, you should... It's on Hulu also, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is. So, ab- absolutely check it out. It's a little long. It does... I think it's more like 155, but... Hmm. um, A little long for, like, a comedy, but I really enjoyed it. I love her um but there's she's not even the only one like i, I can't remember off the top of my head everybody in it but everybody is crushing in that film of course zoe Deutsch is the anchor she's like such a fucking awesome leading lady mm-hmm. <laughs> um i really really dig her so i'm happy i was happy to see it um totally check it out I, I i can't speak to it um in, in like whether or not it's better or not than the sandberg hulu flick but it sounds to me like two really good comedies are on Hulu right now that we have readily available to check out so maybe the audience should do it too maybe if they want i don't know what else that that was the only one i don't want to give too too much away about buffalo until you watch it that's the thing about that that's the thing is like it's not like even i mean i pretty much described it but it's just it's a it's a it's a clever little movie i thought it was cute
1: awesome i'm looking forward to it and And i think
0: that's yeah go ahead
1: oh i was just gonna say i'm also looking forward to if you don't mind me spoiling the next film for uh next week yeah
0: please spoil it spoil it
1: so uh i had the pleasure of watching the 1995 movie fluke for the last for the first time uh last night and i had a wonderful wonderful time and i'm so excited to share it with you and uh just gab with you next episode all about it because i i just think it's a joy and Dude, I, I know
0: nothing about this so and i can't I, wait
1: i'm a big sourpuss admittedly a lot of times like again we do have that good good cop bad cop dynamic but this one i will heartily go to bad for
0: oh good well fuck mm-hmm. yeah i can't wait i'm excited um yeah even when you said it i was like i don't know what that is so i i'm really i'm really excited to go into movies blind it's one of my favorite things so mm-hmm. um thrilled thrilled to discuss it next week um, I'm getting married in 13 days from when we're recording this. Woo! So, uh, so, like I said, at some point we're going to catch up. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's gonna, but we will definitely have time to record that next week. Um, and then the week after that I will be MIA. And then, mm-hmm. so we'll really only have a week off. I think we'll be, it'll be no worries. Awesome. So, yay, yay to life and all that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't have i don't have anything else extra credit wise all i have is the wisdom of katie Groutsinger singer to take with me throughout the week
1: <laughs> with that being said i've been katie
0: i've been luke oh fuck i it's like it's like <laughs> you said the line so it made it feel like you should say have a good oh one, sorry
1: folks. my bad no it's
0: all right do it
1: uh have a good week <laughs>
0: That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Alright.